So discard every form of dishonesty and lying so that you will be known as one who always speaks the truth, for we all belong to one another. But don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge, not for even a day. Don't give the slanderous accuser the devil an opportunity to manipulate you. How you doing, everybody? Today is Monday, January the 29th, uh, 2024, and this is Empowering Life's Ministries podcast, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. For those of you who've been listening to us, we know, you know that we've been talking about uh, the different things from Ephesians 22, and uh, we've got down today to verse 27. We finished out uh, Friday's podcast talking about all the things that the Word of God worked in us and transformed us to live an overcoming life. But then we talked about Friday and went into the, I guess it would be the practical things that we're to do and really talked about putting away line <laughs> and stories and different things like that. Well, we started the year, and this is out of Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 22 that we're working on right now. But we started this year... And uh, we thought it was just going to go through January, but the Lord has has uh, just given us more things that we really want to share on a practical note. But we started with a new year, a new day, a new life, and we're really dri- diving into some very practical things to do to walk out that new life in Christ. Yeah, and you know, we finished uh, Friday talking about verse 25 after we went through all those things. He finished saying that, you know, that, we're putting away dishonesty and lying, all different things like that. So we're how are we doing that? We're doing that through the transformation of the Christ life that's been working us. And in that, he finished it saying we all belong one to another. And we talked about we are our brother's keeper. Yes. Right? Yes. But then he goes now in verse 26, and he starts dealing with the areas of your soul realm, your emotional area, because he said don't let the... Uh, the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. And, you know, in this, he starts using anger as an example. Don't let anger control you or be a fuel for revenge, not even for a day. Don't give the slanderous accuser of the devil an opportunity to, excuse me, I can't even say it, an opportunity to manipulate you. And, and I was, I told Donna, I was laughing because I've been having a conversation about the devil uh, with somebody over the last few days. And uh, we talked about some of these areas about the devil. Is the devil defeated? You mm-hmm. know, is the is the devil overcome by Jesus? You right, know? right. You know, what's the truth in that? Because now here we have a scripture talking about not giving the devil opportunity. Well, if he's been overcome, then how's the devil going to get an opportunity? Well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's unpack that a little bit. Now, here's here's the thing. You know, like I said, we're talking about practical things in the Word of God, and that's exactly what the Apostle Paul is doing as he's writing this book to the, uh, the church there in Ephesus. He's giving them areas to realize that uh, yes, the enemy has been defeated. But now he's talking about with their, with them in their own lives. And so I want to take a minute before we unpack all of that out of verses Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. I want to read those. You just read them in the Passion Translation. I want to read them in the Amplified and get a little bit more uh, what he was saying in that because I, I thought it really added to that. Right. So it says in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, Amplified, 
Be angry at sin. Be angry at immorality. Be angry at injustice. Be angry at ungodly behavior, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. And do not give the devil, now watch this, an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. That, that puts a whole lot more on the just the understanding here of what he's saying. And I, I think that's where we kind of really need to jump off on. Well, you know, we have to let Scripture interpret Scripture. Yes. Right? So we see uh, Paul wrote that to the, the church there in Ephesus. But he also wrote to the Hebrews in chapter 2, 14 and 15, and said, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself, speaking of Jesus, likewise took part of the same, that through death, listen, he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So if you look up the word here, destroy, it means he rendered entirely idle and made him useless is what he's done to him. All right. So I believe with all my heart that the devil has been defeated, but he's, of course, he's still got a mouth, right? Absolutely. And, yes. and in that, when he says, I'm back in Ephesians chapter 22, right? Or chapter four in verse uh, 26 and 27 here. When, whenever he said, don't give the devil an opportunity, I think that's the key thing to I hear in that. Yes. Because if the devil's defeated, the, whenever we go into these areas and let our anger boil over and explode and or in any of our emotions like that, any kind of sinful thing. Whatever our weakness. Yeah, whatever be, sinful yes. thing we, we lean into, that is giving the devil the opportunity. What we're doing is resuscitating him. Mm-hmm. We're breathing life into him. We're giving him control. And giving him power that he don't have because he's already been rendered useless. And it's our authority. I, I have, you know, we're sports fanatics. And so uh, I, I'm, you, you always give a lot of analogies with cartoons because <laughs> you're good at those. And But mine is, I, I think a lot of times about sports and things. And, and I just want to give us this analogy before we close this out today because we're going to come back and, and share a whole lot more on it. But I had this, uh, I saw this little video the other day. Now, it was a basketball game and the team who had the ball, had already way outscored the other team. They were the winners. So uh, go ahead and say for yourself, I am the winner. I'm the winner. (laughs) They had already, there was no way for the the opposing team to win. But they had the the winning team at the last play of the game had possession of the ball. And the young man was dribbling up the court, and there was someone that was guarding him. And... The man who, the guy that was dribbling the ball stopped and he handed the ball to the opposing team, to that young man that was guarding him and trying to keep him from scoring. And he handed him that ball and he took the ball down and he scored. Now they were doing it as a nice thing, as a nice gesture for that young man of the other team to score. But my mind this morning went to this verse when we were getting ready to record this mm-hmm. because of the very fact 
He was already the winner. He was the one in possession. He was the one that was on the offense. The, you know, his opponent was there to stop him. And yet he gave him the opportunity to score on him. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do because that person didn't have the ability to take it he from He did him. not. He Just handed like it to the him. enemy don't have the ability to take from you. And I'm going to stop there because we're going to pick this back up on tomorrow's podcast. But uh, I think this is going to intrigue you a little bit in this conversation. And I think it's going to really help you. And that's what we want to do. So God bless you. You have a great day. We'll see you back tomorrow.